Hello, everybody. Welcome to Dream Again with your host, I am Serenity. This morning's message is going to be a little different. I was really inspired by my dad recently, a beautiful soul who has <laughs> always, always supported me in my dreams. Maybe hasn't always understood me, but hey, that's okay. <laughs> I have in the process of, have been in this process of long accepting myself as being totally me, totally unique. And that includes the glorious, epic, wonderful, fantabulous, crazy, quirky, out there, totally coming off insane, I'm sure, and wacko to others. And just again, joyfully beautifully me. I love it. You know, I used to be so terrified of coming off as crazy to anybody. You know, in my youth, I really had a lot of troubles, a lot of with this whole thing, because there were so many taboos around the word crazy. And I, I couldn't stand it because I was like, I was this mermaid, fairy, butterfly, unicorn, colorful unicorn in an area that didn't know what the heck that was or what to do with one. And, <laughs> well, I would meet a soul or two along my path that would like be like, yeah, I get it. I see you. Me too. Me too. <laughs> Pound it. What's up, girlfriend? <laughs> it wasn't necessarily something that was accepted in me. And so, and, and I'm so grateful for this journey because what I realized is that I never had a need to hide who I was, nor did I have a need to judge myself. And now I'm just really in this stage of my life where I'm really just embracing the funk, you know, embracing the quirky, embracing who I am and showing up in this life for me. And what I've realized is that by showing up for me, by showing up for that depth of love that holds no conditions and knows no bounds, unconditional love. I'm showing up for the love of all of us. Because let's face it, we're not all going to impress everybody. <laughs> this was a hard one for me to swallow. <laughs> you know, when you when you end up in a people-pleasing mindset, you really feel this need to make everybody happy. And I really honor where that comes from in all of us, because at the root, at the end of the day, at, in the core of who we are, what is it we seek most? What is the most important thing that we seem to see, not just trending, but really at the instinctual level of who we are? Thank you, Miss Brené Brown. She said it beautifully. It's like, we're talking connection, right? Connection, compassion, love, right? And that's something that I've actually, even before diving into her book recently, which is super launching me into greater depths of compassion, the gifts of imperfection. I haven't finished yet, but I'm listening to the audiobook, and, you know, and by no means do I receive any royalties or any thing regarding this. I just feel so inspired when I come across material that helps me dive deeper into compassion and respect and honoring and therefore love for myself, within myself, and for others and for all. And so one thing I'm really learning is that at the the, the kind of like, I don't want to say core of who we are, root of who we are necessarily, but the core of who we are, love and, and connection, which goes beyond even acceptance, right? And when it comes to that, we can always like, we, we're going to do what we have learned or adapted to or adopted of how to express that connection and create that connection and receive that love, right? Well, I tell you what, when you spend most of your life being the, uh, <laughs> the bright neon sparkly crayon in the crayon box that the other crayons don't necessarily know what to do with, <laughs> 
it comes to a point where you're either going to find a way to embrace your glitz and glamour, your quirkiness, your craziness, however absolutely certifiably insane you might come off as, or you're going to break. You're the crayon that's going to break and fall apart. And I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had my moments of breaking and falling apart. And, uh, you know, thank God that a little bit of heat can help to melt that crayon back together and mold it back together. Oh my gosh, I am just so grateful for how all these analogies are just coming together this morning. (laughs) Quick side note, I was actually wondering how this was all coming together. I just felt inspired to start speaking about this stuff into the topic I'm leading into. And a part of me was like, I wonder how this is all going to come together. We're going to see. And it is. Okay. But really, if you've ever taken a crayon and put it over a flame or something that's hot, like not directly over flame, but like close to, then if you notice how it, like you can actually take a broken crayon and mold it back together, melt, melt it, stick it. Yeah. All the above. (laughs) And so in this life, we're either going to find a way to be ourselves or we're going to suffer being at odds with ourselves and disconnected with ourselves. And one of the greatest gifts that I have given myself in this life, the actually the ultimate best gift I have given myself is the gift of love. And even though my journey did not start off on a, hey, I'm going to learn how to love myself because I don't even know how to like myself. So how is I supposed to love myself? It did start off with wanting to trust myself. And that led into love. And that led into self-honoring and embracing myself and being connected with who I am. So I'm really grateful. I was actually really recently inspired by by something my mother once told me. And that was, Dran, if they're not calling you a wacko, you're not aiming high enough. (laughs) Oh my gosh, is she ever correct? The truth is, my beautiful listeners, we're not like, and I can tell you this with a still a residual part of me that's being healed in the love, in the arms of love right now, that still cringes at this idea. But the idea of being deemed as anything but accepted into the arms of others and the love of others, you know, like... <laughs> As being deemed as totally wacko and crazy and not so, or like way out there, or what kind of herbal tea did you drink this morning, or whatever. <laughs> There's still a part of me that cringes at the idea of me letting myself declare who I am boldly, bravely, courageously, and show up as me, for me, for everyone. But I've got to do it. I've got to create that connection within. Because, you see... Whether we think we do or not, we create ripples in this world. Automatically, just by being ourselves or not by not being ourselves or being a combination of yes and no, hot and cold, yes ourselves, not ourselves, one minute to the next. By just existing, we don't realize this, but we plant seeds everywhere we go and we have an impact. We create ripples. And we never know how these ripples are going to show up in another, let alone in ourselves. Well, I started catching wind of this, especially in the last five years and with a concentration of it last year. And what I've realized is that even when we surround ourselves intentionally in a ball of light and pray and meditate for ourselves and others, when we are constantly surrounded in any environment that's not like healthy for us mentally emotionally physically spiritually healthy right healthy for our physical body as well as our mental body our emotional body our spiritual body if we are around people places situations or things that are not nurturing a healthy connection within us and when we are not allowing ourselves the gift of being ourselves, 
This create this will plant seeds. First of all, the things that are outside of us plant seeds in us, can plant seeds in us if we're around it too long, that we don't even realize are being planted until they show up later. And they can show up and start growing and we're like, wait, I thought I healed that already. Like I, I thought I've already brought that into the arms of love. Okay, we have an internal temper tantrum, freak out, insecurity, whatever's going on, thing happening ball of shame inner mess happening right now okay okay and that's what happened to me last year I was just I had no idea the environments I was living in that were so loving of me and supportive of me but were like really negative and really like going through their own chain storms how much seeds that planted in me and started to regrow that and latch on to trauma and things that I had already healed and brought into the arms of love. So I had to do it all over again. <laughs> and it was intense, but whew, anyway, thank God for all these. Oh, thank God for all the tools and instruments that we can just keep falling back on once we start learning them, right? So that if we do fall back a few steps or 10 steps or fall off the ladder for that matter, we can hug ourselves, hold ourselves, clean ourselves up, take care of any boo boos, first aids, anything we need to first aid. and get back up and try again. <laughs> so what one thing I've really realized is how important it is for us to show up and be ourselves, no matter how quirky crazy out there it is. And so I really am really coming into this place in my life where I'm getting more and more excited when I get the, are you kidding me? Look, or even better, my personal favorite, are you effing kidding me look? <laughs> right? Like, uh, what plane did you just step off of? Like, what spaceship and planet did you just come from? Uh, are you kidding, Drayon? What the heck? Like, more and more, I'm actually learning to get excited about these moments and have fun with them. Because... <sighs> why the heck would I want to chastise myself for it? Like, that feels icky, awful. Grrr. I have, like, ugh, I don't want to feel that way. I've got to tell you, I am learning to show up for myself and have compassion no matter what arises by learning to develop this connection of just being me no matter how it comes off is so empowering it's like one oh my gosh it's one of the most empowering feelings a person could ever experience it feels like well it just feels as good as the best pug you've ever had it feels like the most connected and compassionate and caring conversation you ever had learning to celebrate yourself and show up as yourself and own it it's like having the best cup of tea or I guess some people drink coffee. So your cup of coffee you ever had. It's like, it's like having the best experiences of your life all rolled into one, seeing the best sunset, going on the best sailing trip, uh, seeing the most inspiring movie, holding your baby's clothes and such tender arms of love it's like it's like this feeling where oh my gosh it's like celebrating your greatest triumph and victory up to that point whether it was graduating high school on your grad day or from university or seeing a project of yours that you really had to push through and find a way to complete and finish be something that inspires others or that can help others or heaven forbid, just even something as simple as getting that grade that you wanted, you know, like learning to step into ourselves and really embrace who we are is the greatest feeling rolled into one. It is literally like taking all these moments that cause us to celebrate life to feel so good about life and puts them into one neat package that bursts inside of us like this white yellow light sun that's just 
oh anyway it's beautiful it's bold it's feels great it's warm it's energizing and it's just good 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 stuff <laughs> so i really want to celebrate all of us today and give us all acknowledgement uh, and pay a lot of respect for wherever we're at in our journey each and every one of us whoever's listening if you are feel like you're finally coming into this place where you're embracing who you are. If you're already long there, if you're not there and you're like just trying to find some way to move through the, well, the shit storms of your life. <laughs> I was trying to look for another way of putting it, but that essentially is what can represent what we're actually going through. And that sometimes just you know, whatever it is you're going through, I really want to just pay honor and tribute to everybody for a moment here. If you're just getting started on your path of realizing your life is the exact opposite of where you're at and you want to turn things around and start embracing who you are and living your path and dancing to the beat of your own drum, like, God, do I ever respect your power? So whoever's listening, I want you to know the best gift that we can ever give ourselves is love. And in that love, in that finding of who we are and reconnecting and remembering who we are. Oh gosh, I tell you. Talk about the best gift that we could ever give ourselves. We don't realize it, but something, as, and, the, and in no way is this intended to put extra pressure on our shoulders to stress us out anymore, but to truly just create a sense of awareness and awakening within us, awakening of love and respect and honoring within us for ourselves and others. But we don't realize it. But one thing I've been really paying attention to in the last five years and always kind of observed throughout my life, but really, especially in the last five years, as I've just really been taking in and observing everything inside and outside is that something as simple as the cliche says as a smile to a to a stranger on the street can have the ripple effect of a lifetime something as simple as snapping and grumping on someone can be the very thing that pulls the rug out from them on that day. It could be that straw on the camel's back. Something as simple as us being so authentically ourselves that we are listening to our music at a bus stop or just like downtown at the harbor or wherever we're living and just dancing on the street and singing out loud or just like... <laughs> And like creating them our own music and dancing and floating with it <laughs> can be the very thing that someone sees on the street or witnesses from a store that goes, oh my gosh, look how happy they are. Look how, look how authentically them they're being. And that can be the very ripple that lasts within us a lifetime because that is, it could be the very thing that gives us the courage to decide we're going to start showing up as ourselves instead of what we've been told or taught that we have to be or should be or ought to be. Something as simple as going to the food bank because you need a little extra leg up at that moment and there's no shame in it and you've realized that it's okay to ask for help and then seeing someone on the street who's hungry and taking some of your newfound food and gifting it to them you might think yeah okay this can have an impact on them but then we don't realize is a month or two later a bus driver who has taken note of you because you're you just you're authentically you and they've noticed says are you the next mother teresa or something like are you mother teresa incarnate seriously every time i see you you're just like helping others you, you like bring your suitcase full of food and then you're like giving it to others and you don't think that just by showing up and being yourself that 
maybe part of you is like, oh, okay, yeah, this is just what I do. It's who I am. Whatever. And meanwhile, you not only fed somebody, but you created a ripple impact of those who observed you. So we can create such a deep connection within ourselves and within others just by the decision to show up as ourselves or not. And this is a really great point where we can start to lead our lives from because then we start to pay attention to how we're responding towards our own emotions and feelings and difficult things or joyous things that arise within us. Are we brushing them aside or are we giving them a voice? Are we allowing these things to be heard? Are we criticizing ourselves and planting more seeds and having more ripples effects of healing or disconnection and fear. And I really got thinking and I was like, my gosh, and it does it really just doesn't take much to create that ripple. And then to have other people observing that, you don't know who they're going to go and tell. Oh, so and so they just dumped on me today and it was done in such a like crazy way I didn't know what to do with it and they were they're very aggressive towards me and I was just having a crap day and this is blah 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 and you know and then that seeing what that effect ripples out into others oh my gosh I know people are horrible da 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 or is it you know so and so came to me today and oh my gosh it was awful I, I they just they just dumped on me they were very aggressive and inside I just kept saying I respect your power I respect your power. And and a few times I actually did say I respect your power out loud because I don't know what they're going through that would cause them to just dump their poop all over me like that. I'm not liking how it feeling, how it feels, but to get to that point, man, they might, they must be like a kettle under a lot of pressure here and felt like I was a safe person that they could open up to at some level because otherwise they wouldn't be doing it. Yeah, and I just, I really respected power, but then I actually had to get out of there because it was getting too heated and it was too crazy. And, you know, dang, like, I really bless this world for everything it's going through. You know, like, man, man, it takes a lot of courage just to show up and, and be in this world sometimes, man. And then our buddy asks us, so what'd you do? Well, like I said, I left and I, I sent them love and light and and whatnot, but yeah, it really, it definitely taught me the impact that something like that could make on a person's life. You know, do we show up like that? So how we show up in this world with ourselves and others, do we criticize ourselves or do we find compassion and love and healing with ourselves? Do we do this with others? This is all going to ripple out into the world. And this is something that's just really really been inspiring me lately. And so it's kind of funny. I originally started off this podcast wanting to share something and I'm actually going to do it, but was led into this beautiful world of diving into the connection within ourselves and how important it is. You know, I felt so alienated for a long, long time because in my life, even when I was being as myself as I could, as I understood how to, for, I would say over two decades, I was increasingly concentratingly becoming disconnected with myself because I was in a people pleasing mode. And as, as you know, me podcasters, I res- disrespect nothing I say or no one. I say or talk about. So when I say people pleasing, it's not a judgment. It's just a form of something that we can do in this life. Judgment free. But we all tend to understand what that means when I say people pleasing, right? Right. Okay. So it's a point of reference. (laughs) There we go. So when I was in that increasing state of people pleasing and started becoming so disconnected with me, I, it just felt icky inside. And even at my most triumphant, happy, glorious, blissful, gleeful moments that I would have in my life, it's like those things were, they could only be experienced to the fullest to a degree. 
It's like there was a roof on my happiness that I could experience and could be experienced. But even the ones that there was no roof and it was celebrated in its fullest, it was always short-lived because I couldn't appreciate who I was fully. And that, that was a very difficult thing for me. That's definitely a really tough thing, and I'm sure it is for all of us. Who among you would like to just live a blissful, peaceful, joyous, prosperous, abundant, happy, fulfilled, fulfilling life? <laughs> Sign me up, Scotty. I want to. My hand is raised right now, just so you know. Of course I want to. Of course we want to. Of course we want lives that are joyous, peaceful, abundant, overflowing with love, love, love. Why wouldn't we? <laughs> right? And if we don't, that's okay too. But I do. Sign me up. I'm really honored and grateful for this journey that is helping me to realize that as good as it can feel temporarily to be in the approval of others, ultimately, at the end of the day, I'm the one that comes home, unlocks my door, closes my door, comes inside, takes off my shoes, looks in the mirror, as I wash my face for my day, I'm the one that goes to bed every night, wakes up every day, goes to work, do or doing and or work being what I love, doing what I love or not. I'm the one that showers every day, that goes on walks, that talks with others, that listens to others. At the end of the day, I'm in my own mind all the time, 100% of the time. At the end of the day, I'm in my body 100% of the time. I mean, unless we're talking about, you know, what do they call it? Uh, out of body experiences. Help me out here. Um, I'll say transcendental. I don't think that's the word. Uh, what's the word? Like out of body experiences, like when you do like astral projection or something, like meditation, those kinds of things. So maybe, maybe with some exceptions, right? But <laughs> still, ultimately, I'm in my body 100% of the time. I'm with my emotions 100% of the time. I'm with my consciousness or spirit 100% of the time. And I tell you what, when I realized five years ago that, oh my gosh. When I realized this, I was like, holy crap. It is going to be a long and torturous road unless I find a way to start liking myself and trusting myself again. We all have different thresholds. There's no judgment on any of them because we're all beautiful Beautiful souls experience life, experiencing life in our own unique way. So our threshold of tolerance for suffering will all look different. Mine is, I'm a very pain tolerant individual and I can handle a lot before I break, <laughs> but I have also been developing consciously developing it's almost like this uh low tolerance in a way but it's more of an awareness of how much suffering i want in my life and that is zero i'm not talking challenges i'm not talking growing pains or you know rising the phoenix from the ashes moments it's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about like i've mentioned before in my examples do i want to live my life having like I just scraped my knee and now I'm going to instead of putting a band-aid over it uh bandaging it up if it's a really deep cut you know making sure to tend to that as needed with first aiding it um do I want to take 
a bad sunburn and put some aloe on it? Do I want to live my life as true to myself as possible and joyously and with as much fun, vibrancy and bliss and just come on fun, fun is fundamental, guys. Fun is fundamental, everybody. Thank you, Richard Schultz, for that quote. Fun is fundamental. Do I want to live my life like that? And then when I do bruise myself or sunburn myself or scrape my knee, do I want to bring the healing to it and go, oh my gosh, that sucks. Ouch, that hurt. Okay, let's bring the healing. Let's bring the aloe to the sunburn. Let's bring the bandage to the cut. Or do I want to live my life breaking my toe and then getting so mad that I slam, I smack, I was going to say smack and slam, but it came out as combined. Do I want to break, do, do I want to experience life where I'm going along my path of, you know, rocking it to, on the Yellowbick Road, singing You Are My Sunshine, and then end up breaking my freaking toe. True fact, happened five years ago, four years ago. And then end up getting so angry and frustrated with life. And what just happened that I take the same foot and kick and slam that same dang broken bone toe into a wall, into a building. <laughs> you get my picture. <laughs> Do I want to take that sunburn or not even the sunburn? I, oh yeah, actually good example. Do I want to take that sunburn and be like, oh, I'm in so much pain damn sunburn and then start scratching at it <laughs> okay i'm not gonna try and make too many get or no i self-responsibility i can't make anybody do anything without their permission you know <laughs> i always laughed at that saying because i'm like i guess there's an exception to the rule of someone like tied you up and moved your arms and maybe technically they can make you do something that could be a kinky fun night. We won't go there. Um, but anyway, <laughs> do I want to take an open wound and say, this sucks. I'm so sick and tired of the pains of life. And then take lemon juice and pour it into my cut. If your response is anything like, hell no, hell no, then you're on the right track with me or on the same, same wavelength as I am right now. <laughs> Hell no. I don't want to make things worse. Are you kidding me? That sucks. And that's what I equate suffering to. I look at the broken toes, the wounds of life, emotional, mental, physical, emotional. I look at those things as challenges that we face and the growing pains and just let's face it, the downright storms and crap fests we face. But suffering to me, how I interpret it is more adding insult to injury. And so do I want to live a life of insult to injury? No. And I think one thing that I'm been coming into, not I think, sorry, but one thing I've been coming into realizing is that by choosing to show up and be myself, I'm learning how to live my life in a much more compassionate and respectful and caring and nurturing way. And it's a lot more fun. <laughs> this doesn't mean that I always hit the mark or I always get it right. This doesn't mean I don't make mistakes, which is what I consider as missing the mark. This doesn't mean I don't slip, fumble, trip, bumble, or just totally come off the opposite of how I meant to. This actually happened to me the other day. A precious, beloved, beloved person in my life, one of the closest people I am with, came to me with something that created, you could say, a, a form of trauma within them, of grieving. And <laughs> you know how you get this feeling like you should just be quiet, like just listen. And you're like, okay, I will. And you think that you are just listening, but then you realize that you end up <laughs> voicing some things out loud because you're just thinking out loud while you two are processing what is happening because in a way it impacts you too. And so you think you're listening, 
but then you realize that you're thinking out loud and you next thing you know the person is one sliver away from slamming the phone down on you <laughs> because you realize you totally screwed that one up <laughs> oh my gosh i'm holding my heart and my inner child right now oh yeah i thought i was listening i thought i was helping them to feel seen and heard and like i believed them and i understood them but because i was like i was processing my own shock of something too i guess i ended up like just thinking out loud and saying something that totally oh my gosh they're still mad at me they're they're very hurt they don't want to talk about it like they're happy to move on and talk about anything everything else and continue our love connection that way but now they feel like they can't come to me about in hysterical in hysterics or going through something tough and my inner child was like felt so wounded by that because it was like oh my gosh what just happened it was like at the end of this conversation i was just like i literally shook my head i was like what just happened like yeah what just happened (laughs) so you know even when we show up as blissfully joyfully wonderfully as ourselves and we keep diving into those depths and unpeeling back all the layers of what that means for ourselves and you know working through the through healing the inner wounds which healing for me just means bringing those wounds into love you know as we do this as we uncover all the beautiful layers of who we for had forgotten we were and and want to be and now are yay yay let's bring that back let's bring that part of me back Woo-hoo. it's it's kind of loud it's not like we're gonna stop being human or having human moments <laughs> to kind of sum up that example i have no idea what the future holds i have no idea what this life holds but i am just doing ho'oponopono which ooh, is a technique i'd love to share with you i'm doing a lot of just like self-care and prayer meditation and just compassion for myself and sending them love as well as my self-love to this whole thing because i'm just like i tried a couple of days later explaining what i meant and so that we could clear up the miscommunication that had just take place. But I realized that I'm going to have to let time let this play out because they're still in shock over this news that we found out. And that hurt is too tender right now. And I don't know if this is something we're going to be able to like, well, definitely maybe not laugh about anytime soon, but it's not something that... You know, sometimes miscommunication can be clarified right away and then both parties are like, oh, okay, that, wow, wow, okay, you know, and, and I've been there where I've been the one wounded by the miscommunication, like really hurt by something and then it was like, oh, that's what you meant by it? Oh, okay, I don't need to feel that hurt anymore. Okay, I'll, I'll give myself that grace and let that go now, release that, mm, I love you, I love you, I love you, saying to myself, this. <laughs> but yeah, so... I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm just going to be me, which is just sending this a lot of love and a lot of honoring and gentleness. <sighs> Give it time. Take it one step at a time. One thing I'm really learning right now is, and I'm really, really practicing developing, is how to honor others while still honoring myself when to listen and when it's important for me to show up for myself and vocalize something that is important because in this process of honoring others one thing that I've noticed that I've been doing is I'll clam up Um, I don't want to say clam up because it's it's intended more loving than that but it's like I'll really honor their space, but then I won't vocalize where I'm coming from. And therefore there's no communication there. There's a one, um, a one-sided communication there. So that's actually one thing I'm really practicing right now. So that's pretty cool. That's how I'm learning to show up and create deeper connection of love within myself and others right now is just, yeah, learning when to speak up and when, how to gauge when it's time to just let things be. And anyway, it's a beautiful life. It's crazy. It's nuts. 
it's totally and certifiably insane to the membrane at times. And sometimes it just downright sucks. <laughs> and I am learning to embrace the suck. <laughs> And that doesn't mean I'm learning to like it because I don't like it, but I have respect for it and I honor it when it shows up. I'm knocking on my door. And when those crap fest times come into my life, those crappy times, I don't, I, I like, I'm always aware that I know that I'm going to grow through this and become more loving, more compassionate, more respectful, more uh, stronger, right? If, if it doesn't make, if it doesn't break you, it makes you kind of thing. But you know, when, when challenges knock on my door, when really difficult times and things that just downright suck knock on my door, I don't always want to open the door and be like, yay, what can I learn from this? That can definitely help. That is definitely, definitely, definitely a healing technique to use. But I don't always want that because right now in that moment, sometimes what I just need is a hug. And literally to just let myself sit down wherever I am and hold myself and acknowledge in such depth of respect and compassion. <sighs> this sucks. This sucks. I know this is hard. It's like soothing the child. I know. I don't have the answers. I don't have the answers to the situation that just happened. I don't. I don't have the answers. I wish I did. We're just going to move through this together. And right now we're just going to hold each other. I'm just going to hold you and her child. You just hold on to mama, papa bear. I got you. I got you. I got you. So this is such a beautiful gift. I'm learning about these podcasts is and, and life in general is when I'm allow the more I'm allowing myself to be me and to trust myself, however that looks and show up for myself. That is the most precious gift I can give to myself in this world. And what I've realized is because of the way that we create ripples, even when we don't realize when we don't realize it, it's more important than ever before for us to find a way back to who we are to back to love, not to add any extra stress or pressure, but to relieve the stress and pressure. You know, one thing I've been noticing is with kids, they take in everything, don't they? I mean, if you, when we really, really pay attention to their mannerisms and the things they develop and where they get certain ideas and concepts, you can really start, I've always noticed this about kids, but I'm really noticing in the last like decade, I see, especially with my little niesling, I've really noticed how much, no, let me reframe that. I've really noticed how very little gets past them. <laughs> sure, they may not get our adult humor, but very little gets past them. There are conversations that these little ones that we think that we're having quietly in another room trying to work out something or that we're talking about ourselves with disrespect, you know, or we're just having a problem with being hard on ourselves or whatever it is that we'll be having like, let's say quietly on the phone with someone in the other room you know, the door's only cracked. Maybe it's shut all the way. And next thing you know, this little kid is running out to, to you, their auntie or whomever they are and talking about it. And you're like, holy cow, like very little gets past these ones. They pick up on everything. That's the kind of ripple that we can have and not just within ourselves, but with within each other. And so I'm really, really honored and grateful because I know that more, the more I show up for me, the more I am allowing myself to the gift of, how do I say it? What are the words? One of my biggest, most joyful, wonderful things I've always wanted to do is spread as much love into this world as absolutely possible because I love all of you so much. I love this whole world, this whole universe so much that I, if I could just bottle miracles, I would and give it to you. I would just if the bottle of the love that is available to us, I would give it to you because we all deserve that. 
We all deserve that life. We all deserve to know how precious we are. We all deserve to know that part of being per, like part of being human, part of this human experience isn't just the fluffy white stuff. It's the, the beauty, the beauty, the things we consider wonderful. It's the challenges, the growing pains, the learning curves that aren't always easy and downright sometimes suck. And it's about embracing the suck, which again means doesn't mean we have to like it, but learning to have compassion and respect and honoring for ourselves when we go through those moments and having the courage to face them head on rather than shaming ourselves further into not having those moments. It's about learning to have compassion for the shame and for the times that we do royally, you know what, up. Oh my gosh, I made a big stinker the other day and I did not mean to. And I'm talking about the situation I just brought up. Holy cow. But it was completely, it was like, it, whether it was intended or not, I'm learning that by showing up for myself, I'm setting an example for the world, whether it's through this podcast, the people I talk with, people who overhear me on a phone conversation in my house, on the street, whatever it is. So by learning to grow and develop and be who I want to be, then that's giving a really precious gift to the world and to myself. I'm just going to check my time here on my podcast. <laughs> 46 minutes. One of the things I was going to mention earlier is that as I, part of what it's like to be me is to trust in the flow, trust in the process of life. Sometimes I get inspired to write one thing or to say one thing, but then it cracks open. For me, I find it's this way it's almost like the universe is helping me or that life is helping me to my higher self whoever you want to acknowledge it's all it's like it's this beautiful divine way of opening up the door for me to walk through it so that I, something even more beautiful than what I was originally gonna do can take place for me what I'm noticing is part of allowing myself to be so authentically me is allowing myself to show up in these moments and be prepared to go with the flow, to go with the inspiration. Whether it's I've sat down and I'm, I've intended I'm going to paint this, but then I get really inspired to paint this way, this way, this way. And next thing you know, the most exquisite, mind-blowing, or even just downright cool to me, painting emerges even better than I expected or had initially planned. But had I, had I set into motion, no, this is how it has to be. I could have missed that opportunity. It's that, but it's also trusting that when there is something very focused, I want to do. And I do feel that inspiration to allow myself to stay on task, to stay focused and accomplish that. And this is all tying into what I'm learning and noticing and what I'm experiencing in my world right now is just, these are all many, many ways that I can show up for myself and show up therefore for the world. Because again, even if we don't realize it, we are always creating an impact outwardly as well as inwardly and how we choose to be and interact with ourselves through our thoughts, our emotions, our feelings will impact and ripple out in the way that we treat ourselves, in the way that we treat others, in the words we use and the thoughts we think and the actions we take or maybe hold off on taking, whether it's out of discernment or out of fear and judgment. I'm really grateful for this life. I'm grateful for everything I'm learning along this path. And I'm grateful that I now know or understand in my heart that life is a constant unfolding. It's, it's constantly learning that, Ooh, if I drop a seed into the soil and cover it and water it and let the sun get to it, a plant will grow. And then I get to learn as, as I get older, as I get exposed to the information, the wisdom, the, the, I get to learn all the science behind why that is, photosynthesis, all that. And then beyond that, I get to learn 
uh, you know, how the sunlight in itself from the sun has that energy impact on the plant. You know, I, then I get to learn that we're all made up of energy. I mean, this world I'm learning is a constant learning curve. One thing I really have appreciated about quantum physics is that it keeps showing me what a part of me that I kind of shoved away for a while, but was like still always connected with in some way has always said all along, there is always more to learn. And it's not that something we understand now is wrong. It's just a certain level of understanding. And it's almost like that Super Mario Brothers game I loved as a kid. It's like always upgrading from being little Mario or little Luigi to getting the mushroom and growing up and becoming big version of us to getting the the little fire flower to firepower pew 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 to all of a sudden we've got ooh, a leaf and now we get to fly oh and don't even get me started on how epic that one thing is that you get that i can't actually remember what the symbol for it is but when you get it you get to be the raccoon mario and you can just like fly around in all levels and you don't even have to get a running start oh and then there's one that even gives you firepower i mean come on <laughs> life is a constant upgrade and it's constant love increasing expanding our level of awareness and the more i learn to accept and embrace myself the more i'm noticing over the years over time that people are noticing and it's really important i feel like a part of us to acknowledge that because it's not about putting ourselves on a pedestal it's about allowing ourselves the grace and the compassion and the respect for ourselves on our journey and to be able to give ourselves a high five like yeah hey way to go people are noticing it's inspiring them you just taking these steps of like being more kind compassionate loving caring to yourself like you don't even realize but it's it's, it's like it is it's rippling out way to go keep going hey guess what you don't have to strive for a perfection that says you're not allowed to stumble bumble and fall perfection to be perfect my definition of perfection is this we are all perfect already so we don't have to strive for it Ooh, i felt and heard some cringes on that one before you jump off my podcast here and it's almost timing out anyway bear with me for a moment i think i've said this before but i'm going to reiterate it for anyone who hasn't listened to my previous podcast i am already perfect as i am you are already perfect as you are bear with me we are already perfect as we are and the reason being is that is this perfection to me the way i define us as already being perfect is we are perfect not only in who we are in any experience we decide to show up in as in this human experience we are not only perfect in the things that inspire others inspire ourselves things that make us glow and ignite us that bring us joy love bliss abundance we're not only perfect in our happiness and the elated emotions and feelings that we have or the inspirational and uplifting and motivational thoughts and we think and words we say and actions we take are you ready for this? Ooh, this is a big concept, but it's beautiful and I love it. And it was big for me too. But the more I've grasped it, the more compassion I've given myself, the more respect I've given myself, the more dignity I've allowed myself to just bathe in, like just oh, swimming in a nice tropical ocean here. And that's this. We are perfect for our light and we are perfect for our darkness. We are perfect not just because we have the answers, because we get it right, because not that there's that, that we can get in a whole other podcast about this whole right or wrong thing, but we, we are perfect, not just because we say the right things, do the right things all the time, which is something I'm really working on is having so much respect and compassion for myself for not needing to have a false perception of perfection with myself and feeling like I have to do things <sighs> Like that I'm not allowed to mess up at any time. That's too much pressure for me. And it's way too much pressure for all of us. By the way, if you want to have a mental health breakdown and literally, and I do mean this literally end up as a ball on the floor, 
rocking back to forth, feeling like you can't, like life is too big to cope with or deal with. A great way to get there and in, in, in even deeper than that into a really self-defeatist attitude and mentality. And again, no judgment, just love here and honoring and respecting. A great way to do that is put the pressure on yourself to feel like you're not allowed to be human. You're not allowed to make mistakes <laughs> for reasons that I have come to dig deep enough that I acknowledge and can pin at least within the last couple of decades where they came from, whose voices they were of judgment. They were, and again, no judgment even to them because they did the best what they knew how. But a great way for us to be in a place of feeling like we cannot go on anymore a state of victimhood so deep and, and helplessness and hopelessness and despair so deep that we could easily stay there and never get out again is to create a form of entrapment where we feel like we are not allowed to make mistakes in this life. We are not allowed to scrape our knee. We're not allowed to say the wrong thing, do the wrong thing. You know, we're not allowed to, to whatever. My beautiful listeners, you, me, I, we are perfect, not just for our light, but for our darkness. You are perfect because you make mistakes. You are per perfection incarnate because you don't always know the right things you to say. You don't always have the best answers. You don't always know what to do because you're experiencing challenges and learning curves. I am perfection incarnate. I am a perfection. I am perfect because I stub my toe. I totally fumble up in my communication sometimes. I get so passionate that it feels like about what I'm talking about, that it feels like a little like bulldozing sometimes, <laughs> you know, like, because I have these human moments. If we're going to start, if we're going to keep creating a world where we feel like we have to be perfect in, then let it be this. We are consciousness. If you don't believe in soul or that you have a spirit or any of that, we all understand that scientifically to some degree that we have a consciousness. So let us redefine perfection here so that we can really start to show up for ourselves with more compassion, more respect, and more love. And ultimately, have a lot more fun with it, yo. Come on. <laughs> if it's not fun, who wants to do it? If it's not inspiring us, if it's not like for not, it doesn't feel good, why would you want to do it? Unless it's in the, the growing pains of life to bring us closer to those moments, right? So let us redefine perfection here. Perfection is not about being flawless. Our flaws are merely a mark of where we're at. When we enter into the refiner's fires of life, anything that no longer serves us will be refined out. And as we come to embrace the beauty of who we are, what we will realize as we emerge the gold that we are, whether you want to think of it as a solid item like a gold ring. It's not to say that we will never get that ring dirty or scuff it or, you know, get a little crease or something in it, um, a scrape in it. It's not about putting that ring in a box and hiding it away and sheltering it from the storms of life. If we can realize that the perfection of who we are is in how we show up every single day, whether that is where we feel like we're rising strong or we're falling apart, whether we are dancing on cloud nine or breaking down, what we will do is give ourselves the greatest level of self-honoring, respect, and compassion than we could ever know. We will give ourselves the greatest gift of love that we have ever known. And we will be able to navigate the waters, the stormy seas and calm seas of this life having a lot more fun, enjoying ourselves a lot more, and with a lot greater ease and gentleness, let's say gentleness more importantly, even when the waves do come crashing upon us. We are not perfect because we are just 
the light because we are flawless because of our what we consider our strengths and the things that make us tick and what we feel are the quote good aspects about ourselves though this beautiful speaker does not believe in a good or bad in any of us and that is something that would definitely be another podcast in which I would delightedly acknowledge and tackle any controversy with (laughs) you are not perfect because you don't make mistakes you are perfect because you exist I'm going to repeat that. My beloved listeners, I am perfect. You are perfect because you exist, because I exist. We are perfect because we exist. I mean, to give you a very quick example while we're summing up this podcast here, think about it. The the human body alone is like its own little micro ecosystem. The intelligence, the level of intelligence in our life and our body's constant ability to try to repair, rebuild itself and, you know, become stronger and more resilient. That alone is a blooming miracle in itself. That's like like a universe inside of us. I mean, think about it. The amount of functions of the liver alone and what the liver and our body does alone for our bodies is mind-blowing. You think about all the ways that, that this beautiful vessel of ours that has this brain that, that signals out all this communication subconsciously and on autopilot, like it's constantly, constantly communicating to all these different areas of our bodies at all times throughout our entire lives. I mean, holy fruiting cow. That's amazing. And now you add in an intelligence, a consciousness, a beautiful, unique character. That in our hearts and souls, we're all connected as one as we're experiencing the human and light. We're all experiencing human experience together in this together. I mean, holy, I'm going to say it again. Holy fruiting cow. That's amazing. That is a miracle. You are perfect because you exist and you don't need to aspire to some level of flawlessness in order to be of worth and value because you are worthy And you are valued because you exist. I don't have to do these podcasts perfectly. An inner part of me felt like I just did just a few minutes ago. I don't have to show up life perfectly because it's not about that. Let us redefine perfection as just the exquisiteness of our existence, as the beauty of our existence. We're in this together. We're learning together. We're growing together. We are figuring out what brings us closer to love and what takes us further away from it and further into fear. We are learning what causes a a connection, a deepened connection within ourselves and a distancing within ourselves. We are learning how to cultivate healthy, thriving relationships within within ourselves and with each other. And sometimes we are going to nail it. We are going to do fantastic and life will look like rainbows and, you know, Hakuna Matata. What a wonderful phrase. I'm skipping on the yellow brick road of life. Look at the way I'm soaring on cloud nine. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm singing and dancing on the rainbows of life. Sometimes life will look like that and feel like that. And sometimes you're going to want to bitch slap someone. And pardon the French there, but that's like how the depth, right, of intensity we can feel sometimes. Sometimes life is just going to suck. And how beautiful. 
And a part of me wanted to slap myself for saying how beautiful it is that life can suck sometimes, but that's how it can be. I am perfect because I am both light and dark. I am perfect because I exist. And all that other stuff, it's just growing pains. It's just learning curves. It's just me experiencing life as though I'm a student of life and this this world is the school. It's almost like being an actress in a movie called Life and showing up and just playing the part and doing the best that I can. And part of the beauty in this life isn't just when we're singing down the yellow brick road. It's what can emerge, what inspiration, what, what depths of an understanding towards what love really is about and compassion and respect and honor is really about that can emerge when someone has come from the most dire of circumstances or the most like dark place they've ever been in. Some of the greatest artists, poets, sculptors, philosophers, you name it out there, that inspire us to our time, have come from a place of nothing, of losing everything, of experiencing depths of depression and darkness and whatever it was, storms inside that they face. So yes, the light is inspiring. And yes, of course we want to live our lives in a way that brings us closer to it. But let's remove the the pressure off our shoulders. Let's take it off and say, I'm perfect because I exist. All right, now what? Now, how do I want to live my day? Now that I'm not, now that I'm not putting that pressure on myself, how do I want to live my day? And how do I want to view myself and go from there? And I tell you what, starting off our journey of reconnection with ourself, of who we want to really be and rock in that and struggling with it at times is going to be much easier, much gentler and a much less lemon juice in the cut than if we keep putting the pressure on ourselves that we have to get it right the first time that we have to somehow yeah anyway you know let us start living our lives the way we want to and showing up for ourselves because it feels good because it's a beautiful thing because you deserve to be you you deserve to be you i deserve to be me <laughs> It feels so good when we're ourselves, when we're used to it. (laughs) Even when we're not, it becomes increasingly great. Even if we feel like an awkward penguin flamingo doing a dance of disco uh, in an old Western movie, whatever. Like sometimes that's how being myself around others feels. But I choose to show up for me because it feels good. I started off with this podcast telling you about something my dad inspired me to do. And that was to start that I could incorporate my gifts of song and writing and different things into my podcasts. And I really like that. So I actually had something I wanted to read you today, but this really felt very important to let myself go down this road of love with you. And so we will do that with this next podcast or two. And I will even make a little note so you know what I'm talking about, uh, that it's in reference to, because it is something I'd like to share with you. But sometimes in this life, some of the greatest treasures can come when we are open to flowing with whatever inspires us. I love it and I love you. Oh my gosh. Thank you for showing up for yourselves today. Love and light. And remember, you're exquisite just the way you are. And I am too. Have a beautiful day. My love goes with you. Take care.